Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 81 of the Coffee Club podcast. We're back again. We got some beans coming with also a shirt, which Ollie's wearing if you're watching the video. Some sick new merch. I don't even know how to describe it. It's, Do you want to tell the backstory behind the shirt that you're wearing right now? So the backstory is Catherine, a uh, friend of the podcast, made a shirt, um, which I love, which I still have, says, you can go to hell, I'm not going to Eugene again. Great shirt. Uh, I wore it, and I think a photo came out of me wearing it, holding it down, and then this Got released. This uh, page, this sophisticated page called Cracktown USA, <laughs> which um, we love, posted this post. That says, when you're a favorite for the gold at Worlds, but you don't make it out of the semifinals. And then had that photo of me wearing that shirt that Catherine made. I DM'd him and said, can I please get this on a shirt extra large? And he actually sent it. So shout out, or he or she, uh, shout out to Cracktown USA for uh, sending me the shirt. And a lovely bag of beans. Thank you. Uh, fan of the pod. Um, looks like Vietnam Lotus whole bean coffee, chocolate smooth caramel. No, the, the roaster is Radiant. Radiant. Radiant Coffee Roasters. PNW. Portland, Pacific, Oregon. Pacific Northwest. Shout beans, out. The beans in the Northwest are always good. Um, and gave us a note from Cracktown USA saying that they hope to see us competing in Eugene, Oregon. Never again. Wouldn't hold your hopes up, but <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll be down to or across to that neck of the woods. And uh, thank you very much for the shirt and for the beans. Very, very special. I'm going to wear the shirt a lot and hopefully we can uh, keep creating shirts well we're going to turn it into merch now because yeah. we're going to make another shirt out of this so look look out for that but uh no i mean i appreciate the joke so do i <laughs> i mean it, it was a good me, roast inside of me it was a good it's roast, gonna be yeah. so meta so it was a good roast shout out to cracktown usa great name for an instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good actually yeah and uh we have a couple of uh little housekeeping type things to go over We've mentioned for the last two episodes about coaching athletes. We are going to propose to you guys a commitment to choose one of you guys to coach, we think, throughout a season so that we can follow your ups and downs if you would accept the three of us to be your coach. And so if you want to be coached by us, slide in our DMs, which some of you have already done, so thank you for that. We'll review the messages and yep. we'll... Uh, what are our criteria? <laughs> what are we picking based on? I have no idea. Well, I, I mean, let's let's not beat around the bush. We do get a lot of DMs on the Coffee Club podcast Instagram. So if you want to obviously be recognized, give us a story, give us a goal. You're going to have to stand out. You have to tell us like a, a goal you have in mind yeah. down the road from now, like in the summer, some race you want to do, marathon, one mile. Yeah, <laughs> some, sort of, some sort of set date Ultra. of a race, like yeah. a big Ultra. race. Triathlon, you guys want to coach it? Triathlon, <laughs> whatever. Um, if it's on the calendar, put it there. Give us a bit of pizzazz. Give us what you want. Um, you, you want to run a self-hatred? We'll help you get there. Um, All these specialty. Any, any way, any form, just yeah, DM us. And then who knows, maybe you'll have some cool cool running kit to run in. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, leading into that race. So uh, We're hoping that you'll be able... To, I mean, I guess if it's like a high school or a college kid, they'll have to wear that. But... We would love for you get you to rep uh, the actual coffee club track club in your races. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a, that'd be pretty cool, I think, to be yeah. the first like official member. It's in the pipeline. So yeah. let's see if we can punt it, <laughs> punt it to the end. Yeah. See so, if we can activate that. Yeah. Let's activate that. But uh, so getting our DMs and speaking of Instagram, we are looking for a new 
what, are the, what is it, the name of them? Media admin yeah. person. Manager. We'll call them our manager. Media manager. Media manager. Producer, manager, and directive creative because we, uh, Noah, he's done great for us, but he's moved on to bigger and better things. I'm pretty sure he got a pretty sweet job after <laughs> yeah. putting us on his resume. Yeah. So he's left us behind. <laughs> no, I think he I think just it was got, like, I think it was like about a million dollar salary or something. Yeah. So if you want to come work with us, he's, that's he's probably the next logical He's seat. actually the media guy now for the Nuggets. Um, <laughs> just, just letting you guys know now. No, no. But in all in all general, like Noah has been fantastic, and we're very very yes. lucky to have him uh, do some of our social media. It's where those sweet reels came from. Yep. Yeah, it'll be big shoes to fill, but hopefully it can be something that's fun for you guys. We do pay, not with money, with other things. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, interpret that. How you <laughs> interpret that how you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but also slide in our DMs for that, and we will we will review them and. Well, we'll we also need eventually. to hire someone uh, to review our DMs. So if you're in, <laughs> yeah. if you're in the, if you're in the neighborhood um, and you want to review these DMs for us reviewing uh, coaching as well as a media influencer, we need you to do that for us. <laughs> How do they contact us? How do they contact us? They can't really uh, us as well. We will try and figure out a way. Maybe comment on the YouTube. Uh, they're gonna send us mail. I think. Send, yeah, <laughs> just send mail to our address with a formal letter. Yeah, and then you can start sweeping through our DMs. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And then we might need someone to help with the mailman. I guess I mean it's just a never-ending cycle, isn't it? The first person's gonna hire the next person. <laughs> it's delegation. It's delegation. <laughs> That's how you run a good business, I think. I'm We're, guessing. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> this is not yeah, a successful well, I, mean, I mean, Gus dele- delegates us to do the podcast for him. So true. We're sitting here. Should we delegate someone to do the podcast for us next? I think so. <laughs> I mean, think about yeah from Gus's perspective. He's like sleeping upstairs. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and he has he, no he owns us. He owns our asses. <laughs> he, so. he owns he owns the coffee club content. So he is the one that is having the last laugh. So, but yeah, uh, we're looking to expand the uh, the family. So the empire. Us, the empire. Whatever you want to call it, we'll uh, we'll get to them eventually. No rush, really, but some cool ideas. So hopefully we can get to doing that. But into the into the meat of it, so big race alert on the <laughs> on the horizon, the very near horizon this Thursday, right? This Thursday. So you'll be racing concurrently with the episode coming out. So mm. that always changes how we talk about it. But uh, I assume like right after, so this would be good. Yeah, it'll be perfect. So this would be a good preview. There's, to be honest, I haven't heard you say anything about this race. I think it's. I I didn't even know you were racing until people in the Discord, yeah, (laughs) sent a picture of the star list that you're going down to. What race you doing? The Discord's leaking. Yeah, tell us what race you doing, George. Cats out of the bag. Is that what? Yeah. Cats out of the bag. Cats out of the bag is the saying. Yeah. What the fuck does that even mean? It means the cats out of the bag. (laughs) Cats out of the bag. Um, I'm gonna. Go to. I'm heading to LA tonight to run a 3,000 meter race on Thursday. Not just a 3,000 meter race. It just happens to have some jumping in it. Are you excited? Because right now you don't seem very excited. If I am somewhere in between. Um, <clears throat> yeah, gonna do a steep walk. And still not sounding excited. Don't know how it's gonna go. Have fun. I'm with somewhere it. between excited and apprehensive of having no idea what it's going to be like yeah. if i'm going to enjoy it you're going to go it's going to feel good you're going to go in having fun with it if i'm right? going to try out let's go and have fun with it i should yeah what yeah. going to la for two days yeah. what's the worst that can happen yeah just have a, have a race and give it a good crack and then come back and uh 
we'll, we'll, be, the, yeah. we'll be here. Holly and I, well, I mean, we think you're going to do amazing. Yeah. So we're not worried about that. We also think it's going to suit you a lot and that you're going to have a lot of fun. So that's, our, that's our prediction. What? Thanks, guys. It's like, been in the pipeline for a while. It has. Um, this, has been, this has been now going to be activated. So. <laughs> yeah. We're activating protocol. Um, George, George Steeple. George Steeple. That... Um, I think has been Ritz's dream. Yeah, who's more excited about this? You're Ritz. That's Definitely Ritz. Uh, yeah, Ritz is very excited about it. Um, he's thought I should do it for a long time, and he's probably not the only one. <clears throat> I don't know if I ever, I never dallied with it in college. Um, just I don't know. Probably just wasn't that interested. Smith never brought it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely when I was leaving even chatting to chatting to jerry out of college like jerry he, jerry shoemaker ah shoemaker he thought was he available I for steeple. <laughs> <laughs> my high school coach um thought i should steeple heaps of people would just like it's always been i don't know if you've anyone seen me run um i feel like people always say i'm just i waste a bunch of energy going up and down already so i may i may as well Use that to use it, uh, yeah. may as well use <laughs> to that to my advantage. Hundred percent, unnecessarily bouncy as it is. Just <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. It just makes sense. Yeah, I'm and already wasting the, that energy. So also, the three well, k is like it's a good. It's a good distance. Yeah, yeah I've, I've the three k has. I've done, got that a little bit more figured out than it's done you well. I think if any distances on either side. People that are fans of the pod know George Beamish is uh, quite good over the three thousand meters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what other questions would people have about Wait, why I'm doing it? Did you did you already say what meet you're racing? Did I, I miss th- that? Well, I don't know. Did I say Mount Sac? Mount Sac. Mount Sac. Okay. Realize? Is no, it Mount Sac? It's Mount Bullsack, guys. Mount Bullsack. Okay, I, I get confused on this week every year now because there's like between the different terms of the Brian Clay invite, Azusa, which I think is just the school that hosts one of them, mm-hmm. and Mount Sac. So is it Brian that- Clay is at Azusa Pacific. Okay. And Mount Sac is at Mount Sac. And they're like 20 or 30 minutes away from each they other. They are pretty close. But they happen at the, they're like the two big LA meets. It's like happen. Coachella for California track high schoolers. Yeah. How so? Just a lot of shit going on. Man, it's all in a similar place. A lot of people. It's in California. Brian Clay's a sweet meet, actually. Yeah. We did race there in college. You raced there? Yeah. I, did, yeah. I raced against that. That was like the worst, my fa- worst think, meet ever. I think mine was my fastest 1500 in college. Probably. Oh, yeah, it, was, it, was most, it was most people. That's because it's because of short track. I thought Josh Kerr towed you along there. <laughs> he, he, he did, actually, he did tow me along. <laughs> Were you in that race? When he broke the Pidgey record? That was yeah. the year before you ran fast. No, I've run, I've run on that race twice. Um, one time... I think you ran like 337 there one year. And that was with Carl Wiles. Carlos ran and then the year before it was with Josh Kerr when he broke the Pidgey record. No, I was, no but he, he broke it twice. Didn't he break it twice? No. <sighs> Justin Knight really ran 336 there. This is going down that. the memory. I think that was behind Josh. Yeah. Ollie yeah. was in that race and you were in that race? I wasn't in that race. Ollie's trying to decide if he was in that race or not. No, I wasn't in that race. Oh. I was, I was, I've raced at Brian Clay twice. Oh, so you were in it the next year with him and I was in Carlos. The, I was in Heat 2, I think, that year. Mm. I've raced oh, at four, I've ran four 1500s no, no, no. at Brian Clay. PR'd four times. Dude, how do I forget? <laughs> how stats. do I forget this? This is the classic, the, the dive. The dive floor. Yeah, that's what we were talking we're, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you ran 337. Hey, Ollie, we, all, we all knew that. So, I forgot. I was one year Soon. after. That was Josh Kerr was out of college by then. Yeah. That's what, so, the, the year before when I was a sophomore, when I was getting towed along by Josh Kerr, he broke the collegiate record. I ran 337. I ran 337 again with Carlos when he fell over. When you pushed him. When I pushed him. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 
I didn't. I didn't <laughs> push him. I didn't push him. He just fell. Yeah. He he thought that um he could outlee me and he could, but he was too low. Mm-hmm. But well, that was where the curse got Josh Kerr. Yeah. He lost, yeah. right? Didn't you beat him? Well, was I that only only one in Sublaze. Yeah, I won in Sublaze. That you. So I'm glad we got to the bottom of that because that was yeah. quite confusing. That's all right. We, but we, I also did race it that first year, not to add more confuse confusement, but I actually raced the 5k in the B heat. And I ran oh, about, I remember that. I ran about 1350. I was just trying to get that time? regional time. I, I was remember like, that. I think I was there. I was a little bit watching. tired after the indoor season. I was... I what were you doing that indoor season? Don't need to talk about it. It's <laughs> past. But it was funny because I'm pretty sure... Wow, this is more connections to our team now. I'm pretty sure Joe Klecker was also racing at the 5K that year. And he was in the first heat. And he wanted to run like really quick. And so I think he was like... Hoping you were going to be in it. Yeah. And then Mick was just like, nah, like, let's just like get the regional time and just chill. And so that's what we did. And then, but I felt terrible. It was like, you know how. That would not make regionals now. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? You can't chill and make regionals these days. But you know how there's the phenomenon of if you ever expect a race to be easy, it instantly becomes like the hardest race ever. That's what happened to me in that race where I went into it like, all right, I'm just trying to like run 14 minutes. Like this should be pretty chill. And then I swear I was just grinding the whole time, and like it was fine. Like, I mean, it like ended up being like pretty comfortable in the end, but it was just like, it was terrible. I hated it. But yeah, I mean, you've had some great experience. Both of you guys have had great experiences there. So you get to go back this year and uh, have a big one. I guess you'll be racing against the- dude. Those college kids. I'm not trying to scare you. Those Are they college, college kids. kids? In- I haven't looked at. I'm Angela. just assuming. I don't know how, how to find it. But in the steeplechase, they're good. Dude, they I, ran- I've seen the list. There were like five college kids that broke 820 last year. Like they're really. Good. I've seen the list. Trippers and all those guys. Yeah, and it makes me confident that you're gonna have people around you to keep you like, keep things rolling. Because obviously, I feel like with a steeple, it's to get used to around, get used to running with people around you going over hurdles as well. So that's gonna be a good experience for you. I think those, <coughs> those guys are gonna be great for that. Yeah. yeah. Should we dive into how much preparation I've had? Yeah, what's Basically, I jumped behind someone for the first time yesterday. Two hurdles. I just bags with Joey Joey Bags, Coffee Club T C member, was at the track doing some strides yesterday and I finished the workout and I was like, Oh, Joey, can I just run behind you? And like try and jump this just, just i'm leaving tomorrow to go race mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah bro he's been helping me a little bit actually um with some pointers great hurdler and yeah, so i ran behind him jumped over two hurdles actually it was kind of fun jumping behind someone quite enjoyed that so that's first time jumped over with someone haven't done a water jump yet um don't need to maybe i'll try one of those tomorrow <laughs> yeah. at free meet um if i'm allowed to yeah and <clears throat> You know, I think um, that's a good way to go into it, though. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I think there will... Mountain Stakes normally a pretty good race. Like, yeah. I'm not... I think there will be good people in it. The mm-hmm. thing is, I'm I, I'm looking at this one as, like, just a, a cider for maybe one in, like, a month or so. Like, I just want to get through this in one piece and find out if it's possible and how my body feels coming off it. And so, I'm... I'd rather like it's not like a race where you can I mean what am I talking about I've never fucking done it before but I feel like you can't like it's not a race you can go to the well with like a lap to go like and and just hold on like in another race because you still got to jump shit at the end yeah so I just but they run really quick last laps I will say yeah well maybe that's because they make sure they're fresh enough because otherwise I don't want to get what I'm saying is because I probably suck at it I don't want to get to the last lap 
and be super tired and like risk hurting myself i would rather run 10 seconds slower and finish you close well (laughs) so i I don't guys i don't think you have to i don't think you have to worry about (laughs) saving the last lap i think you'll be fine um but no but we're excited for you i really like about on that i really like about the steeple is i i think um, maybe if you're trying to break eight minutes, that's one thing. But I'm pretty sure all steeple races go out in the same pace. Because if you think about... So 8.30 is a good steeple time. What's that per 400? That's only like... 68s. Six, 68s, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, you're not going to... Even if you were jogging, like you're not going to get much slower than 68. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Like I mean, We were doing... Yeah, threshold up 70 yesterday. Exactly. Like, you're not going to go out much slower than that if you're jogging. So, you just can, I feel like all the races go out like similar pace and then you kind of just work into it. And it's like nice, like that. Like, I mean, in like a 1500, it is the first lap is like people are fucking like sprinting. Yeah. But like, you can't, (laughs) you can't like sprint at the start of a steeple. You just have to like work into it. Yeah. And that's kind of a nice to not have that pressure. But um, I am speaking from experience. I have raced a steeple before. Have you actually? Yeah, back in high school. Is oh, the wait, a 2K? Because I've done yeah. a 2K. I did a 2K in high school. It must have been a 2K based on my age. It was terrible. I was so bad. But also, <laughs> so... Was it really hard? It was so hard. <laughs> but and this isn't to scare you because when I was younger, I used to only do cross country and I wouldn't do track. And my friend used to do the steeple. And so I like wasn't even training. And then he's like, oh, you want to come race state? like steeplechase with me and i was like yeah whatever and i so i literally wasn't training and then i went and did it and then i got absolutely rinsed really do you but know what you ran no idea but you know who was in my race actually it was cam griffith did you fall is that the yeah and that's the one that he fell he fell in the water jump in that race and i think he still beat me apparently so. apparently evan fell in the water on his first one really i, I, I remember him having and a then pretty still good ran debut. like 820 something yeah i remember his first year was like pretty epic you want to see something funny I'd love to see something funny. Um, my world athletics page thinks I've already run a steeple. How does it think that? It, it, I have is a it, result. Why is, is it, it coming up in the future? World athletics. Why? What? Come on. Maybe it's Jordy Beamish. It's not. I know it's not. Right? What? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe that's why it's not coming up. Sorry for the delay. I thought I had this covered. I got it. Oh, you raced one in Naperville, 920, nice. Yeah, wait. Back in 2017. What country? Uh, well, Illinois. US, Naperville, US. Illinois. I've never been to Illinois. Hometown, hometown of Chris Derrick, I believe. Really? Uh, I think so. I'm a Chris Derrick. How does that fan. happen? <laughs> That's, so, I mean, there are errors on World Athletics yeah. sometimes when people have similar names, but I don't know. You should tell them to take that off there. You should sue them. <laughs> well, now we're looking at all of George's. Now it's not going to look like it's going to be my first time. Yeah. But that's okay. But no, we, we, we can coffee club can can correct that and say. <clears throat> I bet my high school coach time. is gonna love it when he sees that I did one. I think it's just <clears throat> it's gonna be exciting, as we said. So, yeah, we're we're hyped to. That's see happening you get tonight. Yeah. If you're listening to this. True. It's Early. happening right now. If you listen to this, when it. That so it send me any pointers you've got. <laughs> yeah, during the race, so we can check yeah. his phone. I I like don't even know if I should. Should I just go out in like last place? No. 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 Don't mid pack. Go out mid to front pack. Mid pack yeah. just means there's the most people around me. Yeah, while I'm trying right. to good jump practice. Shit. Good practice. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I don't know. Think about it. Think well, about inside or outside. I'd say outside. Middle. I'm saying middle, middle. <laughs> middle, middle. Just in middle, the middle. Lane, middle, the, middle. The, the the lane two line from yeah. lane one. That line. Stay on that line. Yeah, people. I guess I've never really thought about it. people don't really run in lane one in the steeple like. I mean, you do obviously at certain points in the race, but you always have to go out wide to go in the water yeah. jump. Joey said you always like, 
everyone like staggers off each person. Yeah. So like if you're in lane, if the leader's in lane one, then the second person is like outside lane one, mm-hmm. and then third is like back inside lane one. It's like That's like cool. a ladder or something. Just been quizzing him. Yeah. All my expertise comes from um, just Joey telling me what to do. Well, that's a good man to get it from, so. That's what I was thinking. I think you'd be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're hyped to see you get out there and uh, just be racing. I mean, I think that just sounds like a very fun thing to do. And as I already said, we think you're going to do very well, so. Yeah. doesn't mean I'm not going to do anything else for forever. I'm running the mile at Pin Relays in a couple weeks. Still excited about that. That's for the bragging rights. Yeah, that's just for my ego, that one. <laughs> um, still want to do a 5K every now and then, but... Just not too many of them. Just not so many of them. Yeah. Last year, I had a shit time doing a lot of them. So, changing it up this year. Hell yeah. Well, I guess when this episode comes out, uh, pretty much we'll be able to see the results and uh, see how that first table goes, which, yeah, always very exciting to see how someone debuts in a new event especially one that's so unique it's the only like unique event really like every other event is you know makes sense but this one there's a bit of a question mark so yeah but we think everything's pointing pretty good so very excited for that um taking a little bit of a 180 different topic that one was george's race preview ollie and i are not racing so what we have to talk about as the biggest moment of our lives is john wick four <laughs> <laughs> So okay, let's not let's not do let's not spend too long on this. So I think we're gonna lose a lot of our audience potentially. But Ollie and I went and saw John Wick Four last week, and uh, quite a gathering. You pulled along. Yeah. A lot of people who hadn't even yeah. seen it, but mostly because Ollie spent a month Hyping inviting it. everyone. Every, it up. Like kept right, pushing guys, it back. Every single practice. All right, guys, we're gonna see John Wick this week. I'll yeah. uh, I'll send the details. It got pushed back because and people then, couldn't make it. They had previous obligations. And then eventually it happened. And I, Ollie, yeah. So there was probably like 10 of us. And Ollie was the only one who had seen the three previous ones. Up and, not, and not just once. I've yeah. seen the previous three multiple times. Uh, do you want to tell the people how you found the movie? Yeah, I found John Wick 4. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty amazing. <laughs> I, I think people... You, you go to movies for certain things, right? You go see a movie for the plot, or you go see the movie because you've got a favorite actor in it. Like, there's certain reasons why you go see a movie. The reason why people go see John Wick 4 is definitely for the visual experience. Like The visuals in this movie is very cool. The martial arts, or gung fu, if you want to call it that, are very, very cool to watch. The different ways that they use weapons. It's a lot of stuff. like a martial art movie, really. And they have like martial art greats come in, like Donnie Yen was in it. He's a martial arts legend, um, playing a hitman known as Kane. Really, it was just that, like, that's the type of movie. So that's why I was trying to explain that to the group, OEC group. is like, you really don't need to know the plot that well. You can get a general gist of it. Like, Robbie and Josette, they watched the first movie, and she reckons, even not watching the second and third movie, she kind of knew what was going on in the fourth movie. Like, so, but in I general... Mean, it was pretty obvious. It was pretty obvious. Like, it's a hitman. He's yeah. trying to get his freedom. Uh, blah, blah, just blah, blah. going to kill everyone. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. It was extremely loud, like the first five minutes, and then after that, it kind of calmed down. But yeah, it was so I'm, loud. I'm pretty convinced that someone turned the sound down in the cinema yeah, because it was did. it was outrageously loud, like the the beginning. It, it was, was pretty like, awesome. It like it like hurt my ears. Yeah, like the first like thirty seconds of it, when that section of it was loud, was actually cool, and then it got kind of overwhelming. Um, how would you how would you rank it? So this is one, this, one through four. What's my your, ranking, what's your order? My ranking is this. 
number one rank is the, the original film. The original film is always going to be, for me, the number one. It was, it's just so well done. And it's also, I feel like, one of the films that like started this trend of the, the way in which it's called Gung Fu or Noir Film. Like, it's a noir film, so it's, the visuals in it are sick. The first one is my favorite. The second one is after that. Then the fourth one, and then the third one. But they're all just amazing. And the whole idea, Chad, uh, I can't say his last name because I can't pronounce it. Starts with an S. Chad S, the director, he's like a stuntman. He's a stuntman through Hollywood his entire career. And like that's his inspiration is like all these crazy like fight scenes. So the whole idea of going from each John Wick was to make it more outrageous, more fight scenes, more guns, more everything, just more and more and more. Um, so, but in general, the fourth one was like just, it was super, it was long. It was a long movie and there was a lot of fighting in it. So if you're into that sort of stuff, you're definitely going to get your, your full of it. If you're not, you're going to not enjoy it. That's what I'm going to say. I, I loved it. It was, it was a really good time. I ate a large popcorn and a large Pepsi, finished it all. Didn't need to pee until after the movie, but it was, uh, it's pretty good. It's very that's, 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 my, that's my recap. <laughs> that was um, a great summary. That's how I, yeah. I, 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 I thought the visuals were sick. I, I think you'll have the same thing. Morgan will talk about it. But my favorite scenes in it was definitely um, the poker scene section and definitely the scene, the second version of the stair scene, even though it was kind of a lot. And the, and the, and the ending. The ending was sick. Is this the end yeah. of John Wick? Or is it going to be John Wick 5? So Lionsgate have said that they were going to do a John Wick, John Wick 4, John Wick 5 back-to-back filming. It was in a contract. But the director and Keanu Reeves both said that like they're, put, they're giving John Wick a rest for now. There are all of these other spin-offs. HBO is releasing a spin-off called Ballerina with Anna de Adams. She's going to be... And then they're also making another series called The Continental, which is about the underground like society of assassins. So there are going to be spin-offs of John Wick, of the world, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, but there is a fifth film that Lionsgate has asked for. John Wick has had the biggest opening of out of all four films. It's made 250 plus box office. It's outdone Shazam 2 by half, which is a DC film. That put Take that, that Shazam 2. Take that Shazam 2. So like for me, knowing that and seeing how much hype it's got, it's got 97% on Tomatoes. It's probably, there's probably going to be a fifth film. Is John Wick going to be in it? Probably. It's called John Wick 5. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. I mean, the ending is a bit kind of it's a bit certain but it's not certain it's yeah, a bit all over the place so we'll, we'll find out we'll find out but Morgan what do you think of the uh, John Wick experience because you've only well, seen you haven't seen any of them have you? I've seen number one seen number not one. two or three my recap is not going to be anything compared to Ollie's as a much more casual fan of John Wick Keanu Reeves I thought it was pretty good <laughs> I, it was definitely like it's it's almost three hours long so it was a bit much because it is pretty repetitive yeah. at certain points so i wish it was did condensed you have to leave a little bit to pee? i didn't leave i didn't leave I, like a lot just of people did bottle or yeah what? i just did it in the, <laughs> in the seat i was very surprised at how many people left during the movie i didn't think people did that but like a lot of people left including yard take that yard but not even a big fan yeah but so i thought visually like some of the stuff was amazing like they like it just was sick how it looked and a lot of this like music sound was really good so I appreciated that, but the just the nonstop like he's just I don't know how many people he kills or how many guns. Four hundred and thirty-seven. <laughs> he kills four hundred in this movie. No, no, over over the four movies. How many bullets does he shoot in this movie? Like, he he shoots so many times. Yeah. Like it's that got a bit too much. There is a me. really cool scene though when he's got the shotgun that shoots fire and it's yeah. like upstairs and you go. That was through, sick. That was pretty. I, cool. I enjoyed that as well because they got creative with the camera work there. But I so I enjoyed it, but it's like. 
It was a good movie. Yeah. I reckon if you cut off like maybe 20 minutes, mm-hmm. it would have been perfect. Yeah. That's why that's what's great about the John Wick. The first John Wick film is 90 minutes. Yeah. So it's very, it's like mm. perfect for that kind of type of movie. It, it weirdly inspired me to want to start like an underground radio station. So this, this isn't really a spoiler, but in the movie there's, so he has like a, a co- contract on his head, mm-hmm. like for a ton of money for, to kill him. And it's really cool the way they, they show it. It's like kind of like a radio station that all like the hitmen are like listening to. And it's like a lady is like speaking over and saying like, just like cool shit. Dude, wouldn't it be cool if we had like a weekly or nightly like radio show? I mean, I guess this is what we're doing right now. A weekly uh, it's literally talk show. That's pretty much what we're doing. No, we're going to do it live though. It's got to be live and like, I don't know. It just, it just seemed. It was cool that bit. That was really cool how they did that. So I want to be a radio host one day because of that lady and because of the way the, the, they did it like underground though. I think it has to be underground somehow, which I don't even know what that means for us. But yeah, but so that was John Wick Four, very uh, very exciting film. We wanted to so the big, I would say like John Wick Four, a lot of hype when we went to the movies. But the really big one was the the Super Mario movie. We're gonna see that soon <laughs> because all the employees were dressed up as Super Mario characters. It's pretty cool, really. Yeah, and that's like, sweet. I was so impressed. All the people who wanted going to see it were also dressed up. So it made me want to dress up. We should up. go do that. We should have dressed up as John Wick. We could. <laughs> I, I've got a suit upstairs. I just need to get a... With all uh, the weapons? Yeah, with, with like, all the weapons. No, not all the weapons. I, I can just grab a... I would come to that. My okay. recap for John Wick 4 is that I didn't go. I yeah. stayed home and watched cricket. There. It was a lovely time. But you'll come see Super Mario. But I would go see that. Okay. It looked pretty funny, actually. I think it was Doesn't Luigi get uh, kidnapped or something? Isn't uh, that in the trailer? I don't know. Normally, Princess Peach gets beat. Well, okay. This is the, this is, I know okay. nothing about Coffee Club Boys recap of movies. This is what we're going to be seeing in the next few weeks. So you guys know, we're seeing Super Mario Bros. We are seeing Oppenheimer. I really want to see that. And exactly. we are seeing the biggest movie of the year, Barbie. That's so, not in the next few weeks. It doesn't come out until like July. But right? we're seeing it. I'm just letting, right, letting the audience it. know. I wanted we are to see it. the Dungeons and Dragons movie. I kind of want to see it, but I'm scared that's going to be a bit... like it's. Are we going to go see... Are we seeing Air? Oh, yeah. 100% on Run Tomato. Yeah, but 100%. it's a Nike film. Yeah, we're not allowed to. It's in our contract. It's in our contract. It's true. When they make a film about Dathan Ritzenheim called Ritz. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about? Did they make a film about the our studying our studying shoe? Yeah. <laughs> who would you want? Okay, Coffee Club podcast film. Call, call it Who's cloud. playing who? Who's playing you, Morgan? Well, obviously it's what's his name, Slumdog Millionaire. Dev Patel. Dev Patel <laughs> playing Morgan. Slumdog Millionaire. Who's playing you? That's a tough one. Charlamagne. <laughs> Timothy. Timothy Charlamagne. Perfect. Is he yeah. And Robert, for me, I know who's playing me. Robert Jack, Robert, Jack Black. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Both <laughs> would be good. Actually. Jack Black. You know, I'm pretty sure we've literally had this question on the show before. Where, who would, who, what actors would play you guys? I think we... But they sounded really familiar. Yeah. Yeah. But if we're doing yeah. like a movie like Air, who yeah. would we have play? And then who would play like uh, Gus? We'd have to get like a dog. I guess it probably, probably, it probably would ourselves. be it probably would be a dog. It probably would be a dog for Gus. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> that makes sense. And then who would play Ritz? <laughs> well, Ritz is a hard one to cast because he's so unique. <laughs> he's very unique. Like, would you get someone older to play him, or like, mm. I don't know. That's a tough one. We'll have to come back to that. I want to get Dane DeVito to play Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dane DeVito is playing Ritz. Do you know who the voice you put on sounds like that? <laughs> Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart could play Ritz. Dude, Kevin Hart could play Ritz. Yeah, why not? Kevin Hart could play Ritz. All right. Confirmed. Confirmed. 
All right, oh, somebody, no, somebody send us a deal, yeah. <laughs> film deal. Um, what are, are we gonna see? Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I don't really, I'm not excited about that. I'm not excited about it either. I do want to see it. I'm just, I'm a bit. And the Marvel universe at the moment is a bit annoying me a little bit. Number two was a pretty big letdown to me compared to number one. Number one was so good. Number one was good. Yeah. We see we weren't going to talk about movies for too long. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move it's on. It's impressive how long we talked about considering how little movies we got to watch. <laughs> yeah, we don't see that many. Like literally none. <laughs> We're just faking. All right, back to running. Boston Marathon Monday. Be there. Huge. Uh, so this. Believe it or not, this was the last thing added to our list of things to talk about, <laughs> talk about this week because we forgot it was happening. But Luckily, we had a 40-minute discussion before we pressed record. And also, we that's how long it takes us to get going. That also helps. Yeah. Luckily, our teammate is going to go win. So yeah. our, Shout, out. Shout out, Helen Abiri. Helen's going to go out there and kick some butt and win. Prediction. Uh, yeah, Prediction. We have, and we're feeling a lot more confident than New York because yeah. we can confirm that she has been crushing some calories. And I, I was, feeling. She I was feeling. extremely confident for New York, so the fact that we're <laughs> yeah. more confident now is... And in New York, she didn't take a single sip of water or fuel, I'm pretty sure. And it was like 75 degrees. Do we know yeah. who our biggest competition is? I guess that's like research I even, we haven't I done. Don't, I don't even think we try. Yeah. Like, why, why would we pretend Let's that just we name know people we happening. think are doing it. Emma Bates. Emma Bates. Emma Bates. Scott Farble. Scott Farble. In the women's race. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Can't confirm Emma Bates. That's all I know. Bates and Ellen O'Berry. Alicia Monson. Oh, wait. Fucking Kipchoge's racing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. That's I, actually so sick. I predict he might win. Kipchoge? He might. How devastating might that Massachusetts voted to not allow sports betting last week. Yeah. I saw that. Wouldn't that be incredibly entertaining to have that going that be during so the race? Especially who, who would you put your just, money on? Obviously, just Kipchoge. Yeah, people just put their life savings on Kipchoge. I'd yeah. make so much money. I'd put so much money Dude, on Helen. And Helen? <laughs> I don't know if we'd be allowed to. We're not allowed to do it. We can't do it. Because we're teammates with her. I don't think we can. That's, yeah. I don't yeah, think I'm we can. Sure you can. I think because we have an association with her, we can't do it. I have to check the rule book, but... We have an association with Scott Forball, who's been on the pod. No, but I think Helen. It's called setting stage, the setting or something. I don't know what it's called. It's a, it's a term you can learn about it in uh, the information education course with SIA, which we're experts on. Which I am. I don't understand on. why it's called fixing. Fixing. That's it. Fixing. It's, it's called fixing. Why would match you, fixing. Match fixing. Why would you vote to to not to not allow that? Well, so some because people, they don't like fun. George. Some people <laughs> believe that that gambling is innately evil. But do you think people gamble on the Red Sox in Boston? Yeah. Or that doesn't Celtics? mean that people don't want to get rid of it and don't want to deny new forms of it. Because I... Okay, so we actually had a pretty hot... Because one of the things we talked about at one point in the podcast was how we thought that betting would make the sport better. And we actually got a pretty like deep... Well, I don't know if deep's the right word. A pretty informed message from a kid telling us why he thinks that betting isn't, isn't good because of all like the damage like the negatives of it which we, we do ignore because I I've lost a lot of money at the casino and I have I have <laughs> I, I, I refuse to bet so <laughs> I that's how I don't lose but any money for some people it's a big issue and it really affects their lives negatively so. you could just make running like this a is, sport this where you is, can only bet like $5 you I, can only win I, I, <laughs> let's, make, let's make it so you can only win I don't want to sound insensitive and I understand where that that individual is coming from but you could say the same about drinking you well, can say the same about drinking. And people are trying to get drinking more involved in sports. Drinking is in every major sport. And yeah, but not everyone say, believes it should be. I agree with that, but I also believe that if you are trying to have an entertainment industry or an industry that's trying to make money, the best way that they have found to make money is betting 
and alcohol. That's just a, that's just a fact. <laughs> no, that's and, a great point. And I have to be honest with you. Like, if you don't agree with it, I I fully support your decision, and you shouldn't endorse it. You shouldn't get involved with it. But I do believe you shouldn't stop a sport from trying to profit and and build up money because alcohol and gambling are really realistically the best ways to make money and profit in sport or in a business. Well, no, sport I don't know if I'd say the best way. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say, I'd say, I would say you know, there are there are the better ways. But people buy, just, getting just, tickets, but people buy tickets mm-hmm. so they can have a drink, and people buy tickets because they can go gamble and watch their their bets. You know, win or lose. That that's just the realistic truth of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, hear point there. I hear you. I hear you. But also, like, but I yeah. do agree with like that guy. Like, it's not. It, it can cause a lot of damage, but so can alcohol. Like, and alcohol is everywhere in sport. Yeah, I like, don't know why they they ended up not like why that became a story. You know, like why it almost happened and then it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm not sure why that. Was that would have been a great place to start. Though. Yeah, I was very Boston excited Marathon. when I thought it was happening mm. as well. I mean, look at five dollars. But this is the yeah. interesting thing about uh, just going back to alcohol and, and betting is like college sports. You can't drink in the stadium, can you? Kids, kids pregame and then go into the stadium. Well, at Wisconsin, you you can't. I'm yeah. not sure if that's across. The, maybe that's a whole NCAA rule. I'm not sure. Can you bet in college games? You can. I'm pretty sure you can bet on college sports. Isn't that massive? It's big and depending Madness. on the state, maybe it's huge in March Madness. Yeah. It'd be maybe depending on the state. Well, you, so that's can, you, can only do like sports, you can only do sports betting in certain states anyway. So talking yeah. about Boston and the betting not happening, it's like some states probably have alcohol in the premises and some states don't. And then some states have betting and some states don't. Like it's not all universal. It's like kind of mix and match. That's a great observation. Which is, <laughs> which is interesting because like with Boston, they're not letting you bet on the Boston Marathon. But if you're in a state like Nevada, can you bet on anything happening in the world? Yes. So you can well, bet on the Boston Marathon. Well, I don't know. No, there's no allowed. like, there's this, no platform for yeah. it. The like, sport it's not, probably has like, to allow it or something. I don't know. Yeah, and they and they said no. Like it was like a DraftKings thing. That's who was trying to get in. So I it's mean, not like it, it's not you couldn't go on DraftKings. Yeah, it's not there. If you're in Nevada, you go on DraftKings. It's not there. Like we've had <laughs> we've had betting. Like for example, uh, World Champs. There was a, there was betting for athletics. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was, yeah. And Com Games. And, and Olympics. Games. Olympics was betting Olympics. too. Olympics. So it does exist. It's it just does not exist. like It's not like widespread for some reason. Mm. Which, so who are you betting on? Helen Abiri. Helen Abiri. Who are you betting on? Helen. Because I'm pretty sure she's running. <laughs> <laughs> no one else. I'm betting on Helen. I'd say Bates runs well though. Coffee yeah, Club yeah. TC. Also. Coffee Club TC, Emma Bates. I mean, she's... Her last half of her marathon is so impressive. She always comes home like a steam train. So mm-hmm. be interesting on this course. Yeah. Um. How she how she fares and Scott Farble's uh, burrito king. Hopefully, you can find a good burrito in Boston and on the uh, way, on the way on during the run. But uh, best of luck to um our three people that we know in the marathon. That I'm sure there's more people running, right? No, it's just the three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure it's just three. Who? Who's been running ten thousand five hundred miles a week? Who's is C.J. Albertson? Oh yeah, he was been, kind of man's. He's doing infinite threshold, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's been tripling. No way. No, yeah, yeah, he's, he's been, been tripling. tripling. Uh, Joe Clucker has been slow, following his Strava. How fast very, slash, I how slow does he go? I reckon I predict that he has... There should be been. I predict he has a two-minute lead at what was 10K. His, <laughs> it was last year when he took the big lead, wasn't it? Or was so. it the year before? I assume he does the same thing. I would love to see that. I predict that he trips over Kipchoge. <laughs> <laughs> I predict. Uh, Someone Kipchoge. else must be running. Man, how, how... Like, when does Kipchoge stop winning? I mean, maybe this time, but probably not. Well, how many how many more does he have to win? Just two, Boston and New York, right? Mm-hmm. So he's pretty much two times. He's got to win twi- two more times, and then I reckon he's done. 
But I reckon he's going to the next Olympics. Isn't yeah, he, like, he won't. He won't run New York. Isn't he like you think until after the Olympics? So unless he yeah, runs sixty. <laughs> How old is he? He. I mean, he's pretty old. He's Mark Scott's new training partner. Who? He's Mark Scott's new training partner. Mark Scott. Yeah, he trains Mark. Oh, um, yeah. I haven't. If it, he, the only way he would be able to do, the only way he could do New York before the Olympics is if he did New York this no. This year. If he did Boston, now New York November Olympics. I mean, dude, yes. they would pay him so much money to do that. Yep. But they would. But also. Would they? Because he's already said he's going to do it. So they know he's coming. Yeah, but New York Roadrunners, they're like, they're good, I mean, they, they they're got, good they people. Got, they are they're good, good people, people and they like, give out good not money. saying they shouldn't pay him, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, no, you have to come to us. Like, also, like we have the race. Kipchoge definitely doesn't do it for the money. However, Boston, do you reckon Boston pay Kipchoge at all? Because apparently they're not as no, nice they pay, with money they, as I mean, they pay a ton. These marathons make so much money now. They pay the big How much would they so pay much. for Coffee Club to do an episode there? So much. Like, so much. <laughs> we actually declined. Yeah. We declined quarter half million. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually already signed a contract for all three of us to debut <laughs> at Boston. I forgot to tell you guys we're going. And we're, we're debuting with the mic on and we're doing the podcast during the uh, <laughs> shit, That's such a good idea. Yeah, so this is our debut. Mike's I'll tell you guys. Yeah. It's like, yeah. where's Ollie? It's like, oh, I'm in the portal and I'm taking a shit. <laughs> uh, Holy shit, that's a good That's idea. what the sport needs. That's what the sport needs. So exciting. Live tracking, live uh, podcasting. Ideas, I man. do love sports where people are mic'd up. They yeah. do it in cricket a bit. Like if it, yeah, no, I do it like like cricket, cricket, it makes so much sense. Cricket does he's make just sense. Like, this he's like around. chilling on the boundary. Yeah. yeah. Just like, chatting away to the commentators. It's not, so good. They're not doing anything anyway. And also, you'd think the first half hour of a marathon, though, can't be that. It's like pretty slow. That's a good, like, yeah, you should be able to talk. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going too Otherwise hard. You're going too hard. Yeah. The cricket thing too is good because it, st- it stopped uh, certain teams. <clears throat> not gonna name them. Uh, talking and saying things that are very inappropriate. <laughs> so that's also. I don't helps. think it stopped them. No, it had. It would stop, if they got in courts, so they had to stop saying. Well, stuff. That wasn't because of those. There's also like stump mics. Yeah. They're like mics on. Well, the, no, with whatever mics it was catching certain cricketers saying shit. Australians. I didn't say Australians. <laughs> I didn't say Australians. I Part said certain cricketers. You know that when uh, when we talked about cricket a few weeks ago, and I said like sledging, which is is that that must be like an Australian term. Like that's not an American term, sledging. What it means is for the for people who don't know, sledging is like saying means or funny stuff to the other team when you're playing the game and it's like a part of cricket like it is a part it's like a part of cricket sledging and it's like it is a bad thing but like my takeaway was that it's just part of the sport someone said there is some pretty like there's a level of sledging that is like funny yeah and then 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 you can go over the top there's been some players that take it to yeah, I mean, obviously you can. Uh, you can, you <laughs> you can interpret as you will. You can will. draw the line wherever you want. Yeah. You can interpret it as you will. But yeah, I was just saying it's part of the sport, and then someone DM'd us saying that they think that doping is just part of our sport in the same oh, way. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, oh, that sucks. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. He Don't said like something that. like he just only, he said that he only because it. he assumes that everyone at the top is doing Dude, it. There are like there are some people who. If you like, I mean, if you go out on the interwebs, you'll see people saying crazy stuff. But like for pro cyclists and pro runners, people will literally say like, they they would take a stance like you couldn't run faster than like three thirty two without doping. People will say stuff like that, and I'm like, bro, have you met like Holly or Yared? <laughs> um, it, it, it is that's the the issue with our sport and doping because it's just like people just don't trust anything. Yeah, which you get why. You and you 100 percent understand so it, sad. but I feel like as athletes, being in the sport and seeing people like Yard and Mario, and just like 
the willpower and determination and like the, what you can achieve. It's like that dampens your, your spirits because people will be like, well, he just had a PR breakthrough race. Oh, he's doping. It's like, I, it, I just I, Rich, Rich words it as like this. It's like, oh, it's the biggest compliment you can get. Like saying that you're a doper. I was like, well, not really. It's just, it's just a t- like a tone on the sport saying like the sport is so fucking like, yeah, it's just not, it's not correct. Like it's, it's wrong. I'm just more trying to say if people actually like followed like you around twenty four seven, and then they're like, <laughs> I didn't know if they'd survive. Hey, this guy runs three three thirty. <laughs> You'd be like, no, he's not doping. He does have NSF supplements now, though, guys. Yeah. For anyone out there that was worried. So he did get in trouble for when we talked about supplements. Rich, and Rich, Rich found out <laughs> yeah, that he Rich wasn't. Listened. He wasn't taking his. Uh, Rich, Rich did the classic like I was. I was putting my shoes on at the track, and then I just feel this like hand come on my shoulder like this, and he goes. So I heard that you're not taking NSF certified supplements. And I'm like, uh, well, I was just saying that I'm taking nature made stuff, like the stuff that we've been taking for the past three years from, uh, you can get King Supers or whatever. And then he's like, well, come on. I, 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 I hope you'd, you'd know by now. And I'm like, I do know now by now. I'm like, I'm just waiting to like, order it is coming in. He goes, it's not good enough. You need to have your supplements now. And I'm like, right, they're coming, they're coming. And then uh, I got my supplement, like my thorn supplement like last week. And I've been taking them, and, um, and I told Ritz I've got my thorn, and he's like, "Good job, good job." I'm like, "Thanks, very, Ritz. Very proud. You, got a, you got a gold star. Got very a gold star from Ritz. I'm feeling pretty." Uh, Where are you sitting at in good. the hierarchy of the team in terms, uh, of, in terms of favorites? Oof, I don't know if I. Have to. <laughs> you think that put you up a notch? Well, um, I think I'm going to talk to Ritz about something that might put me down <laughs> at the bottom. But um, I feel like I'm close to on par with um, with. Uh, with Carlos, I think me and Carlos <laughs> are around the same level. Who isn't on the team? Who isn't on the team anymore? Um, but you know, Ritz, I think, sees me and Carlos around the same level. Um, obviously, at the top, right at the top, glistening above is um, Alicia. Alicia Monson. Uh And then after that, trickles down. And then I, I would say, I'd say Yard is pretty high up as well. He, he running an American record would do that. Yeah. Also, him being at the athlete he is, I feel like. I'm not saying he's easy to coach. I'm not going to go down to Donovan Brazier, Pete Julian, <laughs> but in general, I feel like Yard is a very easy person to get along with at practice. I feel like you say, do a 38 for this 300, he'll go do it. Very you know? easy to get along with. Yeah. Quick success. Quick success. <laughs> Recipe yeah. for a coach to love you. Yeah. The only thing he does is go to the bathroom a lot. Yeah. So you got to make sure there's a poor loo available. But other True. than that, other than that, yeah. pretty smooth sailing. You know, Beamish, you're pretty, I mean, I'm trying to think. You haven't really caused Ritz any strife. Just, just mid-pack. <laughs> no, but you haven't caught us in the strike. I'm not trying to stand out. I'm not try- I'm not yeah, to... I'm just saying. Like, I think. Do you reckon? What do you reckon? Rich thinks about the three of us as a collective with the coffee club. Do you, reckon, do you, do you think that we're too big for our britches? Or I don't know. I think probably just worried every week that we're gonna say something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably, think, not, probably not worried about you or you. I think me. I think he was initially, and then I think it was too much stress, so he just had to move repress past it. it. He just had to move past it, and now he just has. Uh, Caitlin, just tell him all the bad stuff. Yeah, Caitlin, has, yeah. Listen, hey, Caitlin, thanks for listening to the podcast as well. Yeah, yeah, Caitlin. Caitlin. He has Caitlin. Yeah, Caitlin listens to our podcast. And then Shout out, like, Caitlin Rupp, thanks for listening. Caitlin Rupp, thanks for listening. Caitlin Rittenheim, thanks for listening. What do you think Caitlin Rupp's doing right now? <laughs> no, I know what he does. He's, sitting, he he's sitting in his basement. Wait, ice Mike Smith. <laughs> no, this is what he does. He's sitting in his basement watching Sports Center and his wife's bringing him like little cut sandwiches. Cut sandwiches. Is he running Boston? Uh, I don't no. know. Didn't he race like. Most Farrow raced recently for London, uh, Tune Up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he didn't run very fast. He didn't run very fast. And then I saw somebody comment something on the Discord board. I don't know if you saw it. 
about the fall off from Project Runners, Galen and Mo. Because they were talking about how Galen and Mo have had like a really bad fall off since the project. They kind of have, but also like... And they're associating that with I think they just like, they just like, I think, or you could make the link to drugs if you wanted to. That's what what the link was. But also you could just say they peaked in late 2012, you know, and now it's how many years later. They're just doing the retirement tour. Yeah. I mean, they got gold and silver in the 10K 2012. Bronze medalist in the marathon, Galen Rock. And then 2016, they both were still crushing it. Mm. And then 2017, Mo was still crushing it. How old are they now? I mean, they're not that old, but if I know anything about the projects training, I'm pretty sure that you shorten your lifespan by about <laughs> half. Mm. So <laughs> I don't think it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think the. Their style I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> no, I just mean like I don't think their style of training is made for sustainability. sustainability. Next yeah. thing you know, we just see whoever it's in a wheelchair. He's like, <laughs> it's got it's got after me. It's got after me. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to those electric wheelchairs going around the track and the leash is running those reps like, 27 good good and he's going to a wheelchair and then we look over he's like yeah he's been in a wheelchair for like 6 months because the project training's caught up to it uh, we're talking about way too much personal stuff today <laughs> 26 good good he starts revving the, the the wheelchair me and Joe and Jordy and Morgan just looking going wow that wheelchair goes really quick and then all of a sudden we find out Ritz is leading reps in the wheelchair. He's pacing. He's pacing because no, he no, can no. hit the exact okay, Ritz, Ritz still is, is quite athletic. He's crushing it. He's, he's quite athletic. He's in the prime of his life. He's quite athletic. athletic. He's, actually, he's actually... Just to be clear. He's actually more fit than what he was. Uh, he oh just doesn't want to race because he doesn't want to overshadow his yeah. athletes. He doesn't want... Yeah, because he tells us that we're all weak anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, like, he's doing fine. Back in my day, we did this. <laughs> he's doing fine. What are you wearing? All right, so that's our Boston Marathon. <laughs> Oh my a very informed preview as per usual uh, are, are you guys going to watch it? yeah yeah, I'm going to watch it I think it's on uh, I actually do I like the Boston Marathon a lot yeah. I've think, changed my mind about when we said what marathon would you choose to win I think I've and I feel like we all said New York at the time I can't remember what I said I think I've changed to Boston I would, I would still say New York just purely for my career kind of started in New York at this point I'll take whatever <laughs> What does that mean? Well, my, my, my first, like... <laughs> career started in New York, bro. I'm pretty sure that you're from Australia. And I am from Australia. Like eight years my old. career, as in, like, my idea of, like, a running career started in New York. Because I ran in Dr. Sanders' me. I ran a 3K. I ran 751. And then, That's the biggest bullshit I've ever heard. <laughs> no, in that race, in that race, I told Mick, I was like, I really want to, like, be a professional runner. Like, I was telling him, I was like, I really, like, I, I really want to do this. And uh-huh. it was in New York. My mum was there. My aunties were there. All right, you saved it. That was that. that I still don't fully believe you, but my career started when I was ten with Morgan. When Morgan won nationals <laughs> and I got fifteenth, that's when my running career started. But my career of like wanting to be a professional athlete, like the idea of like having a living of running, was in New York. Doctor Sanders, three thousand meters. It's a nice story. <laughs> trying to trying to give you some context. Trying to save. Trying to save it. Yeah. All right. It. What do we got next? Well, the Fuck, next I can't one. believe I talked about Ritz in a wheelchair, bro. <laughs> yeah, why did you say that? <laughs> I can't believe I said that, bro. I don't think we need to cut that. That's fine. Uh, I just, all I'm imagining him now is him in a wheelchair, just flooring it, and then like Alicia's behind him. He's like looking at his watch. 27, good, good. <laughs> in reality, he's going to be running six minute miles when he's like 80. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll, he won't. Yeah, he'll be running six minute miles. He's until, not going to slow down. Okay. So, yeah, moving on. Uh, the biggest sporting event this past week was the Masters golf mm. which i know all and i didn't watch it no i did not watch it <laughs> but i know george did and it uh it got him pondering what are the four majors of running because 
I mean, this is this is honestly coming back to a discussion, the same old, same old discussion of trying to not just have the Olympics world champs and have more of a around the calendar, big time like meets that are important. I had an idea for the the Super League, mm-hmm. the Chipping Boys Super League. Mm-hmm. After watching Masters, I think we should call it a tour because it sounds tour. sounds fancy. Yeah, the tour, like the PGA Tour or the Live Tour, or the Tour de France. Yeah, the tour or the ATP Tour, like in tennis, the yeah. high roller ones. Call it. All right, new we'll name. Just call it running. New name. <laughs> the tour. Call yeah, it the running event. The but running. <laughs> call it sound. After running. I wrote that down, I thought, well, there actually are six marathon majors. They're already called that. But That's true. And those are cool. I they actually think cool. that is like a very good concept. The, the, you know what the issue is? You can't do them all. Yeah, but it only sure. works if you can do. If everyone yeah, yeah, can yeah, do them true. all, because everyone does all four golf majors, Wait. all four tennis majors. All four cycling monuments. Mm, not necessarily, but yeah. No, necessarily, because they are quite Why similar. you just call it the league? Like the tour, the league. I uh, I just had a thought. That's a good, they're, they're all great ideas. Or we call it Trackfest. <laughs> <laughs> what is Trackfest? What is Trackfest? Does that sound running? It's the on Trackfest. Oh, that's yeah, the, that's, that's, that's the uh, that's stuff that Festival on, on and track. Yeah, mixed track. together. So, I guess we have to... We have to say this is just track meets. What yeah. are the four What's the closest majors? thing to the Masters, do you think? The track? And this isn't including World Chancellor Olympics. Diamond League final. Excluding. Excluding. Yeah. Diamond so, League final. So every year the Diamond League final? Yeah. That would mean you need four meets on par with the Diamond League final. Which is tough. I mean, personally, this, these exist. are the meets that I think are the top meets, but they're not always like the same. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not always the same to the year. Like, yeah, it depends year to year. Monaco and Oslo... The Diamond League final, whether it's in Zurich or wherever. Um, and then I reckon, personally, Florence or Rome. I reckon yeah. those ones are the big... They're the big Diamond Leagues. They're the ones that I would like, say Prefontaine, but that yeah, might pre, be biased because we're US-based. Pre, pre too, but I think the Europe, those European ones in particular, from what I've been witnessed being there and not being there, is that like usually the Olympic champions turn up to those events. Usually. Obviously, sometimes it changes from year to year. But Monaco is always massive... Oslo's got the Dream Mile. Um, uh, uh, Florence and Rome has always got the ridiculous 5Ks, which does mm. seem to be a thing now. Yeah. I don't think people I are that say, interested in those. Yeah, I wouldn't say that one. I would say pre. We're not interested, but the athletes that turn up. You know, I would actually say, I would say pre actually gets the most like, Olympians yeah. and watching. But that's because it's contractual because of Nike. Yeah, that doesn't take away from Yeah, that it. doesn't mean. No, but I'm just saying, like, I think with Rome, it's like people go there to run 1240-something. Mm. That doesn't make the whole meet like... doesn't make it prestigious. I mean, if you have people running 1240 and they're the best runners in the world, it's still that's some sort of prestige. Maybe no, not the prestigious. It, it, is, it is like a sweet meet, but I think Prefontaine, now that I'm, I'm thinking of... Now that I'm giving this question a little bit of thought, Prefontaine, I think, year to year, because of the contracts, probably gets the most world champs and Olympians there. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they should somehow. Pen realizes the Pen realizes next, up there. That's too, what yeah. I was gonna say next. I think they should somehow combine, or like make it. If they're not, if it's not gonna be a track meet, then like an event, like the mile, they should have like the four big miles mm-hmm. every, a year. Make those like connected somehow. Like they should, man. Want to make a mile? Dream mile. mile. Bauman mile. Pre mile, and then they need one more. Would be like maybe they the could death. do the fifth mile. That'd be yeah. sick. I like mean, those, those is just make, com- like start in New York and in New York. Like make those four miles like a Abby Thomas mile. Join them. How yeah. many of those? Can, like how a, many of those you can win a year? And the overall winner gets like a billion yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Why are you winking at me? Well, because you'd be the one that wins the billion potentially uh, out of. The well, how many uh, how many times could you DoorDash that? If you had a billion dollars, you could DoorDash a lot. Could I own DoorDash? You could, <laughs> <laughs> DoorDash. You could own a large part of DoorDash. <laughs> Not all of it, but like probably a pretty good chunk of it. I I mean, it just comes back to like it doesn't exist because of the way our sport is with all the track and field stuff. And uh, I don't know if you guys see on Twitter, Michael Johnson had a bunch to say about his idea. Really? To, yeah, he always has a lot to say <laughs> about his ideas to change the sport. And pretty much he just said like what we always say, similar vibe. It's that, the same with some of the interviews of the sprinters. They're saying exactly what we're saying, but the problem is like, is anybody listening? Did no. Michael Johnson say this can lead into anything? Take away events or add events? Take away for sure. Oh, yeah. Big surprise there. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one. <laughs> so I, this is my thing. I think like yeah. I mean, the sprinters. I would be very interested to see how sprinting as a sport would survive on its own because there. Are, I mean, the thing is, this is maybe incredibly biased. Like for those who don't know, like the sprinters, they get like the fat contracts and stuff. But man, like if if there wasn't distance running. I mean, people do care about sprinting, but I feel like it'd be so much less. Let me let me say what you're trying to say. I think distance running is more important than sprinting and track and field. Oh, I think if you were to section them off, yeah, distance running easily like wins. Way more important. But that's... Mid- I think sprinting but- has the historic also, like people like Usain Bolt made it huge. The personalities, the bag, as they say. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's big, but yeah, if you separate those sports, which one's going to thrive the most? Which one's going to get the most mm. viewers? Sprinting will get viewers. Sprinting could survive on its own, but I think distance running would surpass it. I think it would surpass it. I mean, distance running proves every weekend that we can have meets on our own because, like, marathons, road races, like, distance only miles. There's already, there are no, are there sprint only events? I don't know. There's that Atlanta meet, the Atlanta meet. There there is some, like, exhibition type stuff. Yeah, which which I think is good for sprinting. I think that's, like, a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, and if they can do that, Great. But I think distance running, it gets held back from the rest of track. Oh, dude, why can we not just get some investor to just make this happen? Who's out not, there? Not every, any event that can't support itself. Just can't, it's, yeah. I, it's, it's a tough thing because like, if they're relying on us, that means they're cashing from in. From a business them. standpoint, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It, it is tough though because obviously like, Track and field is historic, and a lot of those events have like been around for hundreds of years. Yeah, I just and think they're, and they're cool events. Like some of the events are really cool. It's just like, can they survive on their own if track track and field was split up? It's like the answer is probably no, just unless they can figure could, out a way to market it correctly. Could race walking be its own sport? Absolutely, no, fucking not, no, not like not like professionally, no, no. like not people making money. It could but, stay in the Olympics, and it could be a big that, Olympics. Sport, and then that's the which is that's, fine. The like wood athletics is just. Okay, Cash. question, heptathlon, decathlon. No. Could that survive like, on its own? No. No. Because, so the criteria for something to survive on its own is if you could turn it, like an event to survive on its own, is if you could turn it into it's uh, like a, a league or whatever that is going to be entertaining enough to get people to watch it essentially. Right. And so you have to think about it like that. It's like, it's not like those other events really have that, whereas distance running it's just so obvious that you could make that into one race every weekend that everyone's all the best people in the world are doing and it's going to get a ton of eyeballs so I think you could probably do that with like a sprint circuit or something too yeah, yeah you could so, I, I so I'm guessing if you split up track and field and you and we have these investors and stuff and people are like starting to pick and choosing at the, the events 
Sprinting, I would say sprinting and distance running are probably the only ones that are surviving on this level. This I will, I will level. say I don't think sprinting lends itself to that nearly as well though. Because... You think sprinting would suffer? Yeah. I don't think it would do nearly as well as distance running because I think it'd get boring. If you just had... I think it, it wouldn't be... It's the same successful. every time. Yeah, just be like the same thing every time. And it's just like 10 seconds. Whereas mm. if you did it with distance running, you would have these exciting races where hopefully there's how, how many people are going to piss off in this in this conversation because I know that sprinters would obviously disagree with us and say that they're sorry no sprinters listen yeah but they, they would definitely disagree with us and say like their sport their section of sport sprinting is the most entertaining the best personalities make well, the most we're not, money we're not necessarily like disagreeing with that we're just saying that in a if you were to make these changes like what would do the best and I think distance running would win yeah yeah yeah. No, I agree. I, I mean, definitely just, agree with that. Distance running has already proven that they yeah. can. I agree with that. I just, I'd, inter- I'd be interested to hear what a <clears throat> sprinter would say to that argument. You know. Yeah, I'm sure the sprinters have thought about how you would make sprinting more entertaining on its own a lot more than we have. So they would probably have like other things to say and other ideas on how to make it successful. Because I mean, we've thought about it from a distance runner's perspective so much, but yeah. we haven't really thought about it from the other perspectives. So do we know any good sprinters? Um. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Yeah, I We get we gotta ask him, we'll go on the pod. We'll ask him about the sprinting side of things. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I mean it does lead into what was our next topic to talk about, which was the new event that World Athletics announced this past week for the Paris twenty twenty four Olympics, which was a race walking relay. One male, one female. I don't really know how it works. Do they go twice it's or something? One of each. Tinke. Tinke, Tinke, Tinke. Yeah. Two people. And this comes off, I believe, them phasing out walking. They're being, they got rid of the 50K and maybe the 35K. I don't really know. But we're just looking at it like, what the fuck is going on? Phased it out and then, ooh, we're back. We're back with something new. Something new and spicy. We just don't know like who... Who's asking for this? So this That's is, what I this want is to the know. Bone, this is the bone I have to pick. Who's and standing up at a World Athletics meeting arguing that? Well, this is the bone I have to pick. I think... You know when we go to these, we've got a World Champs of the Olympics, you have these voting systems of voting for representative to go to represent like World Athletics or be in like a part of a committee. I'm guessing that's the committee that makes those kind of decisions, right? Those people that get selected are probably race walkers or they're probably people that have mutual interest in creating an event like this. The thing, okay, the first reaction I had to this news was number one, they still don't want to put a DMR in. Doesn't make sense to me. DMR yeah. would be the most entertaining thing you could do as a relay. Number two is like, when I think of world, world athletics and spending money, you make $70,000 a year for 2022 uh, European, uh, European, Eugene champion, world champion, 70K USD a year. That is not depending on what event you do, that's every event. So 70K a year marathon winner mm-hmm. gets the same as a 70K triple jumper. Like, do you think that type of financial incentive is equal? I don't. I'm so confused to what you're saying. Because that would be I think the same with the every, every single World Athletics event gets paid $70,000 for the winner. Yeah. For winner, yeah. Do you think yeah. that's equal? Well, it's equal. That is it's not necessarily fair. <laughs> is that what you mean? What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that, like, they're adding this event in. They're trying I mean, to probably it, limit it's, it's getting limited. It's getting added in the Olympics. But it's, it's going to be added into probably a World, World Athletics calendar, I imagine, after the Olympics. You mean World Champs? World Champs, yeah. Okay. So like that's that's another seventy k for an event like that. I just think it's just a, was there race walking in Eugene? Good question. Yes. Yeah, it's got to be. 
there was race walking. It's got to be. But those athletes are getting paid seventy k, and you have that. That's the same money that a fifteen hundred meter one. Well, this get, is what we were just talking get. about. Yeah, it just. That, but that's what I don't understand is what athletics is like trying to create or fix, not fix, but try and create a better. I don't know what they're doing. I just, that is, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a good way to finish. That is a good like, way to finish. They're, they're trying to create more participation. I, you could look at. I mean. That's what? got nothing to do with the walk, though, because you could look at the sport right now and say, why is the winner of the 100 meter getting paid the same as the winner of, like, what's the what's an event that I can shit on? <laughs> <laughs> why is the winner of the 100 meters so. making the same amount of money as the winner from the 20K walk? Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. like, like for right, viewership... You can, you can say that right now. Like, for, for the amount of events, the amount, the heart, how hard it is to win that event. No one was thinking, no one, no fans were thinking, oh, there's a, like, the void in track and field is... This, need more events. The, a mixed gender walk relay. Like that, that wasn't a void that they filled. Yeah. I just don't That understand. wasn't there. So my, my theory was that it must have been some country or maybe a couple of countries who are really good at walking and have a lot of money must have lobbied for it. Hmm. Looking at you, China. Pay what it makes off. That's, I mean, like, who else is asking for that? It, obviously, like, it must Spain's be... Spain's quite good at race Yeah, it must be the countries <laughs> Australia is actually not bad either. Yeah, like, it must be the countries that are really good at walking that are asking for more walking events. Do you know what I hate? But this doesn't help. It's see... not helping the sport. It's yeah. not. It's making it worse. It's making it annoying for me that, like... It's diluting it. It's diluting it because... It's the yeah. word. Yeah. That's the word I've been looking for when I've been... When I see little reading. kids training, walking, I get, that pisses me off. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. It's not that bad. No, but I think that's not good for the sport. Like, I don't think oh. that's good for them. I don't think it's good for the Well, their hips, their hips must get, get pretty cooked. I mean, if they, what if they love walking and that's where their, their friends are walkers and they love race walking? Fuck it. Go for it. I take advantage. <laughs> well, I don't care enough. I, don't mean, I actually I don't, don't care enough. I don't mean to make the you The thing is, though, we talk, we talk about separating, like, distance away from, from like, in track and field, separating away. It, it, this is, it's giving me more fuel to the fire to, to the reasons why. It's like, this is another reason because of what World Athletics has just put in. It's another reason. Because there's going to be more money spent on this event that not many people are going to watch, not many people are going to participate or support, I would say, and it just it's just disheartening because you think after the a lot of a lot of people trying to push for a more concentrated um, situation with track and field where maybe it will be more profitable. This is just not going to help it. It's going to be worse. What do you guys think of the addition of a number of mixed gender events in the last few years? I mean, triathlon. The four by is the four by four hundred. I think is stupid. Triathlon four by four. I think no, sprinters have enough free Maybe there's more. That's top of my head. I mean, they're they're exciting events. I don't think they're necessarily like the next best event that I would add. Mm. But I think I think sprinters have enough relays. I don't think me adding a mixed four by four does anything. Yeah. Like adding maybe a mixed four by mile or adding a mixed four by maybe adding a mixed DMR adding something that's maybe more I'm obviously biased but adding a distance relay would be cool there's yeah. no distance relay to be, to be honest though I think it's cool that they're experimenting with it but I would say based on and it's a very small sample size the racing often tends to be not as exciting you don't think DMR would be exciting I'm not sure if you're listening to it I'm talking about the mixed gender like a mixed gender DMR you don't think would be exciting well, I mean, that's not exactly what I said. I was saying the mixed event, the mixed gender relays that exist, the racing hasn't been as exciting as like the relays that already existed. Yeah, because they seem that. like this. Like often, it's just like so unbalanced. And it's the same countries that are winning it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't. It's not like I mean, it's they're cool, 
But it's like, I mean, is the US the, the US is just gonna win like the mixed four by there, four? There was a reel that went viral, and it was like this Polish girl, like it was a mixed four by four, whatever it was, worlds or whatever. It was like sprinting, and then this USA guy just goes straight past her. And you look at that, and you think like, is is that cool? Is that audience enjoy that? It's like personally, I don't. I just I just feel I find that boring. Yeah, because it's, it's just I don't know, man. I just. I wish they would do a distance relay. I'm sick of seeing more sprint relays being added. And then they add a race walking relay. It's like, dude, add, add a DMR, man. Come on. Dude, that... Add uh, a DMR, please. <clears throat> that baton change is going to be wild. Yeah. What, for the walking? <laughs> How's that going to work? <laughs> Just coming in so hard. <laughs> well, the See, thing is, they can, like, they can get, like... Transitions. You know, they can get DQ'd, right? For, for running instead of walking they do they get they for that. dude imagine if you're like the last leg on the relay and you've done 30k already of walking and then your, your teammate gets DQ'd that would for suck you'd be pissed oh. I think like half the field got DQ'd at Com Games really? yeah in, in Birmingham yeah. I, have you seen okay well now we're just shooting on race walking <laughs> yeah have you seen the videos that show slow-mo that everyone runs yeah, yeah. like everyone does it it's, just it's like, a technique that hides it yeah, yeah. you just hide it but I don't know if we have some like some survivor bias where all we can remember is the annoying stuff that World Athletics implements. But out of the new stuff that they put in this sport, has there been one thing that we've been like, "Wow, good job"? Because in my head, it's this, and then also it's the uh, the losers bracket rounds of the fifteen hundred. Oh, I, I forgot, forgot about, about that. Shit, fuck. Like what else? What else have they implemented? The, that's in the last couple years. Everything's been about shoes. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, I just... It's like the most positive change that they've made in the last... Since I can remember. I personally can't think of one, but maybe I'm just being very... Oh, actually, I, I did just come up with someone, which hasn't happened yet. Zurich Road 5K? Was that World Athletics or was that Dunley? That was Dunley. I was going to say... I was going to say the World Road Running Championships. That's a good Sound, idea. Sounds like That's a cool a good idea. idea. I do like... Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That's a good idea. And also, despite what I said about... Well... I do think the having a relay at World Cross is sweet. I it still wasn't. I, I, I don't. I think people really enjoyed it, it. Yeah, people really enjoyed it. But I think people enjoyed it purely for the not purely for the fact, but a big reason they enjoyed it is because the home team had a good team. Yeah, I think if I think it is exciting to watch, but it did take a lot away from the main event, which is cross country running. Yeah. I don't think it did take that much away from it. Dude, you should crowds left after the relay. I saw people leaving. Off yeah, I mean, if you personally, I'm just I, I'm seeing it from my perspective as an Australian who ran on the team. That the reason why it was it was brought up a lot was because we had a good team of a medal chance, and then you had a lot of people turning up. People were engaged because they had something to engage into, and then people weren't less interested in the in the um, the main races, which which uh, I think were more important. Are there sprint events on the road? Is there like a road? I thought it just went down to the mile. I think I think so. Yes, there's a distance. <laughs> so if you, if yards running it, yes. I think, I think mile five k and ten, half marathon. I thought because do you remember? Half marathon. Do you remember how there has existed for a while a world half marathon champs? I but my idea right. was it was like they were improving on that, but I could be wrong. I mean, I mean, if they do that, that's amazing. I think that's a great. It's, idea. it's meant to happen. Sounds like a distance only meet. <laughs> yeah, it's happening this year. It does sound like a distance only meet. I mean, maybe the, maybe the, the majors. Maybe the majors will become like world indoors. World outdoors, world road. Yeah, sprinting on the road. Something, something else, I think. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I, that that new event adage. I'm just, I'm just thinking like that's just more money that's getting spread thin onto all these other events that they already have. But yeah, I'm also biased. No, I mean it doesn't seem like anyone likes it. 
Well, I mean, when I was reading comments, I don't know the full context of them, but I was reading comments and even race walkers weren't particularly happy with them. So mm-hmm. I obviously don't know the full extent. Maybe it's because they got rid of the 50K and 35K. Like those were important events for them. But it just seems like World Athletics, uh, I'm miss- missing the ball. Yeah. As they missing say. The, missing the point a missing little bit. Missing the point a little bit. So, yeah. Not much more to say about it, I would say. I mean, there's not like... I don't understand... We should probably not stop going on about walking, but like, there's no like walking version of like the NBA or something. I mean, there's I not, really to be honest, it's not a distance running <laughs> version of the NBA either. No, they run. What do you mean? I just mean like. Oh, you mean like a like a like you can run in soccer, so you can run. It's like a slow down version. Or something. That's a very interesting take. <laughs> well, I've no. Okay, let me argue this. Like it's in, ten, in same swimming, distance. in swimming, there's different strokes, and you have different rules. But you're trying to go as fast as possible in all of them. Yes, but, yeah, but in there swimming, are constraints. there's constraints. Yeah. You can't like you can't go underwater for a certain duration of time. You have to do a certain technique. You have to do a certain stroke for a certain event. R- walking can be similar to that. Yeah. So just defending walkers a little bit with that. But do I think walking? Yeah, let's just do freestyle. <laughs> well, freestyle technically you can do any stroke. Yeah. That's the rule. You can do butterfly. Can you? Yes. If you wanted to. Yeah. Because freestyle. It's free, baby. Free start. New. Never thought about that. Well, there you go. There you go, George. You learn. Learn a little bit from that. No, I don't but know where I was going with in that. In general, I think with the race walking stuff, like I don't think that's helping the sport. I do not well, think that's helping what like, what athletics. Yeah, I think that's a bad move. It doesn't seem like it's helping the sport overall, and it doesn't even seem like it's helping walkers. No, so it doesn't seem like it's helping so anyone. Who is it helping? Maybe it's a distraction from <laughs> them distraction. just doing dumb shit with other stuff. Yeah. So. so yeah i feel like today we're, like my mind is is a, in a pretzel right now <laughs> i think we're, we're bouncing around everywhere so let's finish with uh, a question a q a which will put it in an even deeper pretzel <laughs> this, this one this is a hypothetical race all the men and women well we'll do it separate the men and the women of uh, oac they start you st- this is how the race works you start evenly spaced around the track and then the gun goes off and you run and each time someone gets passed they get eliminated that's the race and you just race until there's only one person left okay yeah what's the strategy for this and who's winning alicia monson's winning that not if she's got a sage behind her dude yeah she's getting close straight away yeah true it, it really it, depends who's behind if i got sage behind me yeah i'm Pretty stressed. Dude, if I have Yara behind me, I'm pretty stressed. Because, and Mario. Yeah, if you think about it, it's it's a weird race in how dynamic where the beginning is completely about how fast you can be, but then it becomes fully about how much endurance you have because you almost have to, like, to eliminate someone first off, you just have to sprint, like, a little bit faster than them. Yeah. But then in the last person, you might have to almost get 400 meters ahead of them. Yeah. So it becomes, like, real endurance. Because really interesting Are there 12 concept. people on our team? Yeah. What would the get be? Well, are we doing it? Are we doing combined men's and women's? Or are we doing them separate? I thought it said combined. I don't know. I said separate. Oh, separate. Yeah, because I, I mean, I think it'd be unfair for the women. <laughs> so not one of those mixed gender. <laughs> it's not a sorry. It's not it's a mixed gender. Yeah. Um, all right. So then the spacing's a bit bigger. Yeah. So there's what six men or something? Six. Who do you think will get caught first? Well, it does just depend on who's behind you. Yeah. Because it's like. Say like, like we're probably more even. Like say like let's just say for example, John myself. Like we're probably pretty even in terms of like our sprinting ability, and then it just depends how fast the person is behind us. 
Like if it's, I mean, but all the sprint, all you got, you mid distance guys are pretty even in your sprinting ability as well. I, I would say, I would say, we're pretty even. Honestly, in the, if you got eighty meters, that's yeah, really. On a really good, so I guess it is just probably endurance. On a, on a really good day, I would actually say Mario. I think Mario can endurance wise, unless Yard's behind him. Endurance wise, he could hold on for longer than Yard, and he's quick enough to get to the next person, pass him, and give himself a better chance to stay in it for longer. So I'm gonna put pick Mario. Well, think about it like this, I guess. You have to think about how long... If everyone's going essentially all out, kind of, how long would it take for there to be 80 meters between uh, people on the team? If I'm just assuming we're at like, top fitness. It'd be quite a while. Quite a yeah. while. It'd be quite a while. Long enough that I'm, <laughs> I'm leaning towards clicks makes for yeah. the win here. Yeah. I feel like he could hold that gap long enough that Mario Yared Because if, if you think about it, for the shorter distances... You just need to keep the gap small, like similar enough. Like the gap, the gap in your ability in shorter distances, you just need to keep that like similar enough, your abilities over like say the 1500 and the 2K and the 3K where they can't catch you. And then you need to be able to be way better than them once it gets to like the 10K. Right. So then Joe would obviously have a huge advantage once so it gets to that point. Saying that you're moving towards Joe because, yeah, yeah I mean, it's like... So, yeah, because if you think about it, now that we're discussing, it's like Joe's not going to get caught in a fifteen hundred. If, he's, if he's going all out, maybe he'd be, yeah, max like five, six seconds back. Yeah, like they might get close. That would be close. Like, Two K might it'd, be it'd, like it'd, the... it'd be scary. It'd be scary. That's just something that you'd have to you you have to do it. You have to do it. You'd have to do it to know if it was like, like it's too hard to say. If there was like ten people on the team, then you pick the shorter guys. Yeah, shorter distance guys, but not not necessarily even like to win it. Yeah, it still just depends on who's where. Yeah. So, I think we I think after thinking that one through, it looks like the distance people are gonna win. I think it's endurance. Yeah, I'm gonna pick probably Helen on the women's side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely picking Helen on the women's side. I don't think anybody's getting near Helen. I'll pick uh, I'll pick Alicia, but I don't know. I don't even know. Imagine if Alicia and Helen race a tank here right now. That'd be a good. I mean, honestly, watching the workout yesterday, I think Helen still got it. She still got it. Yeah, I think she's pretty damn good. She's pretty damn good. I think Alicia's definitely would definitely be competitive, but I think Helen still got it. We'll find out. We'll find out. Tune in Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else from us today? Um, no, that was an interesting podcast, honestly. It really was. I can't remember what we talked about. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess we'll find out once we uh, get DMs. Yeah. If you listen to this pod really quick, come out to Mount Seg tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say hi. Say yeah. hi to George. Um, bring t- some coffee. Touch his hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Got to bring some stickers. Stickers. Do you, do you have stickers? I don't think I have any. We'll get you some stickers. All right. Well, best of luck, George. Steeple debut. Very excited for that. And uh, yeah, hopefully there are some people out there some screaming out Coffee Club. That'd be pretty sweet. But uh, as always, thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.